Welcome to The Bench. This is a supplemental Mercy Church podcast where we discuss topics, themes, and content that did not make it into Sunday sermon. We've been gone for just a little bit here. We missed you guys. On the last episode of The Bench, we were wrapping up our Advent series. We were actually wrapping it up and heading into the new year. So we kicked off 2022 with a familiar January series, Knowing God, which is where we go through a selection in the Psalms. And then this past Sunday, we actually began our Exodus out of Egypt series. And we have a treat for you guys. Let's get this queued up here. It would take more than a man to lead the slaves from bondage. It would take a God. I do not know your God. Yeah, so if you were there in person with us, you know how hype we are for this series. Maybe it's even a little weird to you that we're so hyped about Exodus. Maybe you were actually with us in the summer of 2019 when we did a series on the Ten Commandments. And remember how hyped that was. That was crazy. One of our members actually reposted our intro video. That's what you just heard a clip from and said, why does Mercy Church go so hard for their Exodus series? And honestly, you guys, (laughs) we don't know other than our creative team gets really excited about creating engaging, exciting ways for you guys to experience God's word. So we actually, for this series, also printed scripture journals for you guys So you can take notes, you can highlight scripture right on the page, and then you can take that scripture journal with you to your community group throughout the week and engage more deeply in the discussion. If you're not yet in a community group, we want to help you get connected. Just head on over to mercycharlotte.com slash groups, fill out a short form, and our groups coordinator, Corey Little, she's going to get you connected. All right. Well, that is enough of me. We are joined today by Pastor Spence. Pastor Spence, say hello. Thank you guys so much for listening. (laughs) Oh man, I am... I am hyped for yes. Exodus and the people are right. You guys, the creative team gets, gets us amped <laughs> to go through the book of Exodus and yes. I love it. Oh, I'm so excited for it. Yes. Well, we are ready to talk about Exodus. So let's go. Honestly, for you guys out there, I got really excited when I was looking through Pastor Spence's sermon manuscript and saw that there were three full pages <laughs> back and front of content yeah. that didn't make it into Sunday sermon. So yeah. before we jump into the bench, did just want to do a brief recap. Sunday sermon was the Exodus overview. So main point of the sermon was the most important thing in your life is what you think about God. That's right. Yeah. I think you said it at least uh, 10 at times, least 10 at least times, maybe more. <laughs> yeah. It is the big idea. And yes. it's one of, like I said on Sunday, I've been waiting to sort of, that's the, been waiting to shoot that bullet, you know? Absolutely. Uh, Cause you only, you only do that when you mean it. You can't just say that all the time. The most important thing in your life. Yeah. But it really is. And I think all the Bible is going to affirm that, but Exodus is going to draw it out so much in those stories. And yeah. so uh, excited to dive into that. Yeah. So yesterday we looked at Exodus six. That's right. Um, a few people, I think they asked me, they wondered why we started in Exodus six rather than Exodus one right. for the sake of the overview, but totally makes sense because you revealed five themes that you saw that overarch the whole story of Exodus, but really were centralized in the scripture from Exodus six. Yeah. Yeah. Basically saying, Hey, here's a conversation, one of many, but a yeah. conversation with Moses and the Lord that just highlighted uh, and in a concise way altogether uh, what we're going to see over and over 
throughout the whole thing. So that was the main reason for it. It's just like a a mile marker. I've done that plenty of times when I preach through Ephesians, you know, Mm -hmm. like, Hey, we're going to go through Ephesians one, but you really need Ephesians two, one through 10. And you need that prayer at the end of Ephesians three, by the way, you also need this little thing for, for example, (laughs) like in that overview introductory sermon, um, that's a pretty common thing we've started doing. If we're going to go through a book of the Bible for an extended period of time, we're going to do some, like, just lay the groundwork Absolutely. of what it is to help us uh, get the most out of it as we go through it. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't yet heard the sermon from Sunday, we do encourage you to go listen to it. You Definitely. can find it in a couple of different places. If you're on Spotify or Anchor or Apple or Google Podcasts, any of those podcast platforms, you can just search the Mercy Church podcast and it'll come up. Or you can have, head over to mercycharlotte.com either the website or just mercycharlotte.com slash sermons and you'll be able to find it. But yeah, so yesterday we talked about five themes from Exodus. I'm going to run through those really fast. So if you have that scripture journal with you and you missed any of them, now is your chance to to check your notes. Jot them down. Yes. So theme number one was God is in control. Theme number two, we must relate to God on his terms, not ours. Mm -hmm. Theme number three, circumstances are not saviors. Mm. Ooh, that was a good one. Theme number four, Exodus points to our need for Jesus. And the fifth final theme, you are not the savior. All right. After that, that brief recap, let's go ahead and jump into the bench content. Yep. I know we've got a lot of different things, so I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sit back here and I'm gonna <laughs> let you lead the conversation. So right, take it right. away. So here's one that I briefly touched on that I wish, I uh, just kind of wish, you know, have more time. That's the why <laughs> we do it. That's why we do this <laughs> podcast, though. Uh, and it's uh, it's the idea of uh, the theme that all the nations of the earth will be blessed through God's covenant people. Mm. So the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. What that's that's the God of Genesis is the one who makes these promises yeah. or, or a promise that he reinforces, makes it to Abraham, reinforces to Isaac and Jacob that he is going to be the, their God. Mm-hmm. And then what's going to happen is as he oversees his people, stays with his people, all the nations of the earth, it's going to out, Abraham's going to have more children than you can number in the stars of the sky. And he's going to get the same promise mm-hmm. to Jacob. That's all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed. The whole earth is going to be blessed through God's people. God's going to form a people through his people. So it'll start with his people, but then all these other nations will be blessed through his people. That theme starts to um, get some real practical. We start to see a fruit of it, like the early growth signs of it in the Exodus. Mm -hmm. We're going to see it when the plagues get uh, started up. You're going to see over and over that as the plagues are happening, the plagues are happening so that the nations will know that he is the Lord. These are signs of his power, but there's an important point in there. That's not just so that Israel will know Mm -hmm. it's so that the whole world will know because all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed when they do leave Exodus 12 and 13, end of Exodus 12 and end of 13, we're going to see foreigners Mm -hmm. and Egyptians just surrender their old gods and join Israel in the Exodus. We're going to see some of them, which again reinforces that not just Israel, but the nations are being grafted into Israel mm, yeah. through Israel's belief and following through, through their submission to God. The nations are discovering who the one true God is 
and they're going to be blessed mm, therefore. That's right? so good. Yeah. And then once they're out, it's Exodus like 14. Uh, Moses is going to turn around and say that the Exodus was so that Egypt and the Egyptians would know mm-hmm. the one true God. So even the very enemies were going to eventually know who the one true God is. And that's just this theme that, oh, we're going to talk more about it. But you look at, you look forward and you see Israel fail, even though they are called to be like, God's going to bless them. And then they're mm-hmm. to bless the nations. Thereby the nations of the earth will know the one true God. The church has that same assignment now because we are children mm-hmm. of faith, the children of Abraham by faith. Right. That's what yeah. Romans is going to tell us that through faith, just like Abraham had faith through our faith in the one true God, um, found fully in the grace of Christ. We are now children of Abraham. We are the ones that are to God's going to bless the whole earth through us. Right. Yeah. And we're going to fail just like Israel did. Mm-hmm. And that's where the grace of God, um, becomes all the greater. For yeah. Us. So absolutely. it's a really cool thing of God, uh, the mission of the church, we can see it in the Exodus really yeah. clearly. It's one thing you will see is there's like 10 times where, uh, Moses is going to go to Pharaoh and he's got this whole thing he's going to say. And it's this famous line that of course you guys know what he's going to say there where he's like, Okay. Got him. Okay. We've got sound (laughs) clips from the intro video and we have them locked and loaded and we are ready to use them. I don't know how technology works and that (laughs) got me right there. So well done. Well done. Yes. Yes. Let my people go. He says it over and over and over. God tells Moses, go tell Pharaoh. That is the purpose. You got to let them go so that they can worship the Lord um, be devoted solely to him. Um, and we've got it on a soundbite. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, as we've seen through the intro video, through these sound clips, we know that Old Testament narrative can feel really dramatic oh, yeah. to us. And even, I mean, the New Testament can feel dramatic in in different ways, or it can also feel dramatic, but sure. there is a difference in the drama of oh, the yeah. Old Testament for oh, us. Yeah. And so I know I saw some of that in your bench talking through how do we approach reading the Old Testament? Oh, man. Okay, this is big, guys. <laughs> yeah. This is like make sure you and everybody in your community group or a uh, group of friends studying the Bible has your head around this, okay? Because you're right. We are story-driven creatures. Yeah. Humans are story-driven. So, so we grab hold of story differently than an instructional letter. Both are scripture, you know, when you have instructional letters and scripture, everything else, they're both God's word, but there's something about narrative that we grab onto. Now, here's the thing though, we are trained sometimes in our heart, I think, and in our mind to make ourselves the main character, mm, right? Yeah. All right. So how do you read Exodus the the way that God intends you to read it and get something from it? Well, first you got to remember who the author is, just like when you're reading anything, who's the mm-hmm. author and who is the author's intended audience? Moses is our author. His intended audience is Israel. Why is Moses then writing the things that he's writing. Mm -hmm. It's for a very specific purpose. Again, this is why I started with the most important thing in your life is what you think about God because he's trying to show Israel now on the other side of all this, who God is Mm -hmm. and to put a just stone of remembrance in their hearts and minds of who God is, who their God is. Um, That's a big deal. The second thing is when you're reading uh, the book of Exodus, it, you want to put yourself as the main character where you are like Moses. Mm-hmm. While that's, there's some good to that of seeing, all right, where did Moses, um, I, I want to emulate his faith. I may not be able to part the right. Red Sea, but I do want right. to, I want to trust God where I see Moses trust God. I, I want to be inspired by that. That's good. I don't want to do the same things that Moses did is wrong. Don't kill people, right? Yeah. Don't murder. Murder's yeah. bad. So 
don't murder. You know, there's some things that you go, I can emulate Moses, but that's the same way that I can emulate um, Christ because Moses is an archetype of Christ, which means he is there to foreshadow the one true thing. Right. Right. So he's like a, a weak representation of the one true savior that is needed. That's why Moses is there. We are not Moses in the story, therefore. So who are we? We're Israel. That's a really important posture to take as you're reading through yeah. it is seeing yourself as the helpless ones in need of a savior who mm-hmm. are in bondage and slavery in need of a savior. When you get that and you read it from that perspective, your view of God will just increase dramatically. Yeah. Dramatically. Even I've been doing, I've been reading through Exodus in mm-hmm. the Bible reading plan. I'm doing the Bible recap and I'm a little bit farther ahead than uh, where we're going to be at in this series. Mm -hmm. But then even thinking back over us not being the people who uh, walk up the mountain, who who walk up Mount Sinai. And uh, did I say that right? Mount Sinai. Yeah, who walk up and approach God. But we are Israel who is sitting at the base of the mountain. And Moses is up there talking to God in fiery cloud form. And, and we're just looking on, I think he was up there for 40 days and 40 nights. So we're just waiting for our redeemer to come Mm, down down. and save us from our, our desolation. And so just the picture of, of Moses being the, the Jesus archetype and like Jesus is our access to God. We can't access him with apart from Jesus. Like we are just waiting in helplessness for exactly that. Right. So not only so are we waiting good. in helplessness, we're devoting ourselves to other gods. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the whole thing is wow. a great picture, which by the way, yeah. um, further reinforces the third thing I'll say about how to read Exodus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, first you got to understand uh, what your, why is the author saying what he's saying? Second, you're Israel, not Moses. And third, let the new Testament Mm. Be your primary commentary on the Old Testament. Right. So good. Because I'm telling you guys, the New Testament is an Old Testament commentary. It is a Holy Spirit inspired Old Testament commentary. <laughs> it's the fulfillment of all these things. Yeah. So read it. You'll get things like Hebrews chapter three. All right. By the way, there's a whole book in the Bible. It's called Hebrews. It's in the New <laughs> Testament. Why? Because it's commentary on the Old Testament. Right. But right. all the gospel authors will do the same thing. Yeah. But you got Hebrews three. Just, you know what? I'm just going to tell you to go and read it because we're not going to make this podcast super long. I'm not going to preach another sermon because we're going to use you Hebrews might. three a lot <laughs> in this series. But it's such a great commentary on what's ha- and what how we, this side of the cross and resurrection, how are we supposed to understand right. what was going on? In Exodus. Yeah. And I even remember reading through the Bible for the first time. It was only a few years ago that I did that. Prior to doing that, I really didn't understand why Christians kept saying that this the Bible was one overarching story mm. because I had never read the whole thing. There you go. So it didn't make sense. But now having read through the Old Testament and the New Testament and now being in the Old Testament again, Mm-hmm. with the knowledge of the New Testament, it really is this, I mean, you say it all the time, but this overarching yeah. narrative. And it's wild when you begin to grasp pieces of that. And that's even where the um, genealogies start oh, to make sense because you're like, this isn't a list of names. It's a catalog of stories yep. that I've been reading this that's whole time. That's a great time. way to say it. So it's, it's a really cool thing. I would highly encourage you guys to do some kind of Bible reading plan mm-hmm. that goes through the whole Bible. Yeah. Super important. All right. Well, is there anything else lingering from the bench that I know this is 
the Exodus overview, it's hard because we can't get into everything. And we do have uh, 14 weeks that we get to That's right. walk through this. So don't you guys worry. There's plenty of Exodus content coming your way. But is there anything else you want to Yeah, include? I think, no, I think we've hit on the things I want to want to encourage. Maybe the, it's going to be a refresher of point four in the sermon this past week. But an encouragement to you, it would be to go ahead and read through the first, let's say 12 and if you get time, 13 chapters of Exodus and yeah. read it in a chunk. So give yourself like, I don't know, give yourself 15, 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes yeah. and sit down with a highlighter or a pen and just notice all the places where, um, if you know your Bible, um, and even if you don't just like, you're kind of giving it a shot here of where does this remind me of something Jesus did mm. and just kind of highlight it, note it, whatever. So you get familiar with seeing how this is pointing you to Jesus Absolutely, and we'll fill it all in as we go through the, go through the series over the next several weeks together. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, before we get out of here today, we actually have a giveaway that we're going to do on this podcast. We've not done a giveaway yet on here. This was actually Pastor Spence's idea. So hope it's a good one. Yeah. Do you want to tell them what the, you tell them what it is. I'll tell them how to enter. Great. All right. So a couple of things we're going to give you together. All right. First is a copy of the book called Every Moment Holy. It's Mm -hmm. actually a a book filled with prayers. It's a a bunch of different liturgies, whether it's for a prayer in the morning, in the midday, in the evening, a prayer before a big meeting you have coming, Mm -hmm. a prayer for any oh, number there's one of, for talking on stage. Yes, there I've read is. That one. Before you talk. Yep, to, yep. And guys, the idea is simply this. Um, sometimes we feel like we have got to concoct. This is why I like it. We got to concoct like just the right words mm. to say to God. He already knows our hearts. He does. But also these are prayers kind of already written that are really just, they're based in scripture, really strong and yeah. just helpful for you to, to not have to worry about that. And instead just give your heart to the Lord and give whatever it is to the Lord. And they're already written for you. I have found them to be wonderful additions to my prayer life. And that's why I'm offering that along with, um, we've got a, you know, our executive pastor, Jay Greer is also a, uh, craftsman yeah, of wooden craftsman. things. Like he yeah. works with wood and makes cool things. Right. And so one of the things he makes are handcrafted pens mm-hmm. that he makes from scratch just with a block of wood. Yep. So we've got a handmade pen from our executive pastor, Jake Greer. Yes. That's going with that book. So something to write with something to read. Yep. Um, you can actually find him on Instagram at shadowwood craft. Hey, Shadowwood craft. That's so anyways, that's what we're giving away. How do the people get the things? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if you want to enter this giveaway, you guys, if you're podcast listeners, you already know what I'm going to say, but we need you to follow and subscribe, whatever it is on the platform you're listening to. We need you to hit that button where you receive notifications that we've released a new episode. That's not only going to tell us who out there is listening, but that's also going to help you guys know when we drop a new episode. So if you've been a listener for a while, since the beginning, you know that we took a break um, after Advent, we took a break for the holidays. We didn't do the bench episodes during our knowing God series. So we are planning to do them through Exodus, but then after that, we'll see how mm-hmm. it goes. And we're yeah. just kind of holding it open-handed. So we're thankful that you are listening. We would love to know who you are out there. So definitely go ahead and hit that follow button. Thank you guys so much for listening yeah, so to the much. bench. We are really excited to see what God has in store for you as we walk through the series over the next several weeks. And again, we encourage you to pick up in person or download that scripture journal we've been talking about. So you can follow along and take notes, take it with you to your community group, 
We really do believe that God's word is living and active and it will change your life. The more you engage with it and engage with him. And and like we say around here, we expect God to change your life today. today. So maybe that's your life today. We don't know. That's between you and God, but we'll be back with you guys next week to discuss Exodus chapter one. So enjoy your weekend and we will see you Sunday. See you next time. wanted to say a quick thank you for listening to The Bench, a supplemental podcast from Mercy Church where we discuss content, themes, and topics that didn't make it into Sunday sermon. Mercy Church is located in Charlotte, North Carolina, and we aim to make disciples who love God, love each other, and love our world. We believe that if we do this, we will see a gospel awakening in the city of Charlotte that is carried to the ends of the earth. If you'd like to support our church and the ministry we're doing here in Charlotte, you can submit a gift by going to mercycharlotte.com give. That URL again is mercycharlotte.com slash give. Find out more information about who we are, what we believe, and how you can get connected with us at mercycharlotte.com. Thanks for listening.